No way out to sit here if I know that there's hot cash coming back. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> so you're going to be starting off this week. That is correct. Or I'll kill you. <laughs> I don't want to die. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'll count you off. I have alien stuff like in Mass Effect. We're just going to shoot it and just do it and have a good time. Blow our goo and go on. Yeah, you know. Blue is in the goo. Make sure I got you know, things situated. Oh God! Hey, and welcome to the Rocket Pixel Podcast. My name is Nick, and I am joined here by my ever-present co-host Chris. Hey, everybody! What's going on? Whole lot of nothing, as per the <laughs> usual. If you haven't listened to this podcast before, that's my response every single time. Uh, we have got some exciting stuff going on today. This is the fuck it episode. Legitimately. <laughs> we, like, we could not find enough good stuff to talk about, so we are just going to wing it the entire episode, and it's going to be fun. Hey, man. It's like, you got to do something. Yeah, that's true. We can actually start off with, before we get to what we're playing, because that normally meat potatoes at the show, we can start off with the GameStop Circle of Life program is reportedly shut down. Hooray! <laughs> it's done. To be replaced by what sort of bullshittery this time? Uh, we don't I, know. I don't know. I haven't really dug that deep. I just saw an article recently, and it's it speculates that it's over with and done with. And of course, you know, it was so publicly announced by so many popular people and YouTubers and you know, GameStop game, employees, yeah, game, you know, news people, stuff like that, like ourselves, but um. Yeah, it's it's over apparently, and uh, I guess new things to come. So that's good for us, uh, and and good for the employees as well. Makes their jobs a little bit easier. Yeah, they don't have to feel pressure to do crazy things. No, so that's definitely a plus. And you know, because I mean, sales are a big important thing for a business, right? But when you know. You force somebody to make sales by being openly deceitful. That's just not. Yeah, <laughs> it's not cool. Nah, it's not cool. It's like buying a box of shoes and you come with a box of rocks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just... I mean, I sell phones for a living, and I'm famously not fond of iPhones. And I will straight up tell someone why they shouldn't buy an iPhone, but I'll. And the next sentence, tell them why they should. Right. Because, I mean, everyone's got their own preference. You have an iPhone. You got yeah. the seven, you got the 7 Plus. Yeah, I'm at the 7 Plus right now. And I've got the LG V20. And you know, I'll tell someone exactly why I don't like iPhones. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm not going to say, hey, iPhones are the greatest thing since sliced bread. <laughs> Whereas, like, with a Circle Life program, they're like, no, we don't have any of this brand new game that just came out. But we have used copies. Yeah, <laughs> where uh, you know the developer and the publisher are not it, getting any of the money. It's legitimately uh, it just came out, man. How is this possible? <laughs> yeah, like I've seen um, several people say, like, yeah, I went to GameStop to buy the new Zelda, and they didn't. They told me that they only had it used. I'm like, that's 
not true. <laughs> they have it new. <laughs> they have it new. They just don't want to give it to you new. Yeah. But yeah. That's um I'm glad it's dead. Me too. It's it's a thing. That's over and done with. They'll we, probably replace it with something more bullshit, but we had our own little Boston Tea Party. <laughs> Chuck the shit off the fucking ship. <laughs> Chuck the used games into the bay. <laughs> yeah. That's one way to do it. Yeah. But also, this uh, just recently announced, I think, Orissa oh, and Overwatch, which we covered, I guess it was last episode, maybe? A little bit? Or it was one of the previous episodes? The last episode or one before that? It's one of those two. But she's actually supposed to be coming out next week in the actual full-fledged game. So it means all console users will finally get their hands on Orissa and get their claws and figure out a digging deep. They've, this made, they've made some minor tweaks to her, you know. I think they've sped up her the bullet velocity from her weapon just a little bit. Really? It's still slow as fuck, but it, they've sped it up. Yeah, I've yet to give it a shot in PTR mm-hmm. of just playing against like a one Orisa versus six of them, you know? Yeah, my um, I mean, my uh, focus is right now is kind of like Heroes of the Dorm just started. Okay. So it's like a tournament that uh, Blizzard does. For Heroes of the Storm. Okay. They get a bunch of like college esport teams. Okay. Playing heroes against each other. Um, UT Dallas, you better come out on top. Um, I'm, I got my money on you. <laughs> but yeah. So I've been focusing on Heroes of the Dorm. But Arisa, you know, she's a pretty niche character. I think she's going to be really good. You're going to see a lot of pro teams use her, I think. She's got a lot of use. I mean, it's there's not a lot to really say about it that hasn't already been said by us or other people. But she, you know, it's a good. She's a good character. Could definitely stand to have a few tweaks here and there. Yeah, uh, from what I remember, she's she seems like a solid character. Like you can't yeah. go wrong with that decision. Hits like a truck. You know, very can defend very easily. Can buff. Uh, push, jack of all trades, master of none sort of character. Yeah, she could push hard just because of her. Hulk abilities and all that shit. But anyways, yeah, yeah, she's dropping out next week. Apparently, but that's news from Blizzard, I, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen it on IGN, honestly. But <laughs> yeah, um, well, you know, IGN are the same people who said Skyward Sword was a better Zelda game than Ocarina of Time. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. That's a little <laughs> okay. Which is like, ooh, <laughs> I mean, stepping into some bad territory there. I I personally did enjoy Skyward Sword. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say it's the best Zelda ever. That's for sure. Um, hell, I think that title still. A lot of the, the DS games are better than that one, in yeah. my opinion. The title of best Zelda game is still held by Ocarina of Time. Oh man, bar none. Uh, but num- of- number two, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, dude, that's that's all I keep hearing is how great this game is, and I'm actually. Slowly, I've been watching people play it a little bit. I just don't want to watch it because I don't want to spoil it for myself. Right. I, I can see people wearing like different like armors and stuff like that mm-hmm. and different weapons, and I'm like, that's badass. But if I keep watching, I want to spoil this game because I really want to play it later. I, on. I literally have an entire suit of rubber armor. So now you can't get electrocuted. <laughs> so like, yeah, I can't get electrocuted. Well, next, I still can't. I pretty much. I think I get like full immunity to electric attacks. I don't know, but. You know, you have armor in that game that helps your climbing speed. Mm-hmm. You have armor in that game that helps your swimming speed. It's cool. It's got a lot of armor, but we were talking about Overwatch. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Arisa, 
I can see her being a really solid competitor. Who knows though? Maybe Reinhardt. You know, I was thinking she would replace Reinhardt players, but and you know, Reinhardt players would. Jump see, her to shield's that. not mobile though. Yeah, she puts her shield down in one spot. It's good for like holding down a hallway, right? Or or like a weak up, spot to get through. Yeah, or, or like holding your back line or putting it in a doorway or a hallway or somewhere where it's that shield's gonna fit. Yeah, I definitely see like. Reinhardt excelling better on certain stages than Arissa. Yeah, it, much like with most other uh, Overwatch characters, like the stage you play can almost entirely affect your team comp. Oh yeah, entirely. So yeah, like I said, I don't see, I, I don't see it replacing. It might even be a hard counter to Arissa. Like Reinhardt might counter. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really sure. I've not really tested that. But that depends. I don't know. It depends really what the hell is going on in your situations. One on one, I think maybe Arissa might beat Reinhardt mm-hmm. because if she can predict, if the player using Arissa can predict Reinhardt's ultimate, I guess essentially if she activates that one ability, it won't affect her because she's not, you know, we'll see, affected um, by CCs. Arissa's ult can be hacked by Sombra, meaning it'll turn it around on you. Really? Get, I did not know that. Yeah. The ult can be hacked, which means if Sombra hacks that, the enemy team's getting the damage boost and not Ooh, your team. Oh, so you have to strategically place that thing. So you got to put it where Sombra probably won't find it. That's badass. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. So, I mean, it's pretty easy to find because if you see those lightning bolts come off of it or those energy beams come off to the yeah. team players, you're like, oh, that's there somewhere, but can I get to it? <laughs> it's like, yeah, can I, can I get to this and can I, um, make it to where it's like okay i can hack this turn around the team make my team stronger because this arisa didn't watch the replacement mm-hmm. that's arisa's biggest flaw because somber's a hard counter to her well that makes a lot of sense because mm-hmm. she can hack stuff so right. well that's cool i didn't know that yeah but um we're gonna shift away from the overall shot because we you know we <laughs> don't have a whole lot more to talk about there uh chris what have you been playing this week uh well this week <laughs> I actually went out of town and I went to an event called Final Round. Uh, it's a fighting game tournament that's held yearly, and it's held in Atlanta, Georgia, um, by a guy named Shin Blanca. Uh, I personally know his name, Larry. Um, yeah. He's been running this thing for 20 years now. 20 years, wow. This year was Final Round 20. And the original Final Round started in his house. Really? So he started this tournament in his own home. And then it evolved into what it is today. Now it's in its own convention center. It's so large. Thousands of people come to this. It's part of the Capcom Pro Tour. It's the first stop on the Capcom Pro Tour. So whoever wins Street Fighter V or who won Street Fighter V automatically gets a seat in the Capcom Pro Tours. Or I guess the Cap Cup. Right. At the end of the year in December. So... Yeah, uh, a player named CN won the tournament. Uh, he's, uh, I think he's from, God, I want to say Singapore. Uh, but he, I think he, he's, he's from other worlds. <laughs> so yeah. he's a really good player. He plays Ibuki, and this is the first time I think Ibuki's ever won a major. Right. But since the update. So I had a great time. So I guess that tells you what I've been playing this week. I've been playing Street Fighter. A lot of Street Fighter, yeah. A lot of Street Fighter. But I've actually been specifically playing... A lot of Street Fighter Three, really? Okay. So they they had an arcade set up at the uh, event, 
and it was in the back corner of the event and they had like 20 to 25 arcade machines like japanese right. arcade machines so it was like head to heads or they were side by sides and they had everything from street fighter 3 street fighter 2 um they have uh tekken tag uh, Street Fighter Alpha 3, Darkstalkers, King of Fighters. I mean, all kinds of stuff. So it's like, it's for me, you know, I swear I started playing Street Fighter was in the arcade or in, in our local town. Right. And the one used to be over there in the mall. Yeah, in the mm-hmm. mall in the corner right there. That's where I started, you know, so that's where I learned a lot of my fundamentals. So it was really cool to come back to that and actually play random people and, you know, not knowing what to expect versus online, you know, right. You get a true dedicated match and see what this player is really good at. Cause so when you're playing in person versus online, it's a completely different experience. Right. So that's what I did a lot. I played a lot of that and ate a lot of food, <laughs> ate a lot of good food and got a mini keg with more head than beer. <laughs> Legitimately. That was hilarious. But I, I drink a lot of, uh, maker's mark while I was there. So, mm. Um, some beers, but other than that, I ate a lot. You had a good weekend, basically. Yeah, I had a pretty good weekend. I'm still recovering from it. <laughs> You're still messing up your days. You said at least three times in the last two hours that it's Tuesday. Yeah, today's Tuesday. For some reason, I'm not aware. No, it is Wednesday. <laughs> but it's Wednesday. <laughs> but that's what I've been playing. I've been like playing a lot of fighting games. But now that I'm back from final round, finally my what I t- what I called about last week was the dry spell. My gaming catalog. Uh, so that means that I'm not purchasing anything for a while. <laughs> you still got Horizon to go through. Cause, uh, you told me earlier you haven't touched that since you got back. Yeah. You know, I mean, you haven't played any of the, any of the Mass Effect games, so you're not, you know, you won't have Andromeda to look forward to. No, I'm not even at all. Not look forward. To, I don't, I'd have nothing to even even talk I mean, about. You've got, it. <laughs> you've got a Wii U, so you can. I mean, you can go out and buy Zelda. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely considering that. After I beat maybe one or two of my games in my catalog. Yeah. But I have yet to beat them. <laughs> um, so that would definitely be one of the games. And then also Prey in May. But I'm going to wait till it's closer to launch. And then go from there to actually to decide if it's something I want to wait right. on or I'll get then. But other than that, Shadow of Wars is the only thing in my, my sites right only now. only thing in your playbook right now. That's yeah. not out till like towards the end of the year. Yeah, it's like August, September time of the year. So, yeah. Where a lot of big games come out. Mm-hmm. So, but other than that, no, other than my, you know, adventure to Atlanta this weekend, what have you been doing, Nick? <laughs> what have you been Let playing? me tell you about what I've been doing. I have been playing the new expansion for Battlefield 1. Nice. Yes, it is the French Army DLC called They Shall Not Pass. Hmm. Yeah, it has four new maps, two new operations. Um... Like four or five new guns. Nice. Like new vehicles. I actually tried the trial for Battlefield 1. Yeah, you told me about it. You like it? I liked it. It's a pretty good game. I like it. It's definitely, to me, it's a lot different than like your Call of Duties and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it, it's, it's designed completely different. It's designed to be, it's still a very arcadey shooter, mm-hmm. but it's more on the realistic side of arcade. Mm-hmm. And that's barely. You know, because I know someone will say, like, Battlefield's not really all that realistic. Like, yeah, but it's 
you know, it feels more like you're an actual fight than Call of Duty is. Call of Duty's like, let's let's run on this wall and uh, no scope, no scope, no scopey with a sniper rifle. It's like, yeah, they just they pull it up real quick and then shoot. <laughs> yeah, Bradfield's like, okay, I'm gonna sit in the back of the map, laying down on top of a hill <laughs> with my sniper rifle. It's like, I can put you directly in the center of my crosshairs, but I know it won't hit you. I gotta, go, I gotta. Keep raising it up mm-hmm. and test firing it till I actually hit you. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I mean, the the new DLC is fun. Um, it's like technically supposed to be out for another two weeks. Oy. But for Battlefield Premium Pass holders, oh. you, get the, you get the expansion two weeks early. That's interesting. I, I noticed they had a lot of big sales for uh, Battlefield recently. Yeah, because um, they were trying to get people into it before the expansion comes out. It's a big sense. Yeah, um... I mean, the expansion's fun. The new maps are really good. The new vehicle. Oh, let me tell you about this new vehicle. It's like a, it's like a heavy assault tank. Okay. <laughs> I think it's called like the Saint Chamond or something like that. All right. It's got you know your standard tank cannon. It's got about five machine guns on it. Wow. So yeah. like your team could jump in that yeah. thing. And it's got a nice ability, which I call the, fuck, I'm gonna die anyways ability, which is like. You release a bird from the inside, like a pigeon from the inside of the tank, and you drop artillery on your own position. Oh, okay. Wow. So what a lot of people do is if they know, if they push themselves a little bit too far forward, and they know they're not going to win a fight with another tank, they drop artillery on it. Damn. Because the artillery would do damage to your own tank. So you're like, you, it's best saved for like a last resort. Like, like the- I've pushed myself into the middle of this village. There, there's like a tank attacking me. There are people all around me. Drop artillery in my own position. Yeah, because you don't want the enemy to get their yeah. hands on your tank as well. And yeah, it against it's, you. it's a nice nod to the campaign of the game. Right. Because there's a moment in the campaign, which I mean, I don't really want to spoil it, but there's one point where you drop artillery on yourself. Actually, yeah, you can experience that in the trial. Oh, okay, you did? The first part of the game, yeah. Yeah, you drop artillery on yourself. And I was like, okay. Okay, it's a nice nod to that. Um, I haven't unlocked any of the new weapons yet because one of the the one weapon I'm trying to unlock is called like the Ribe Royale SMG, mm-hmm. an SMG with like a bipod on it. Mm-hmm. It requires I get 50 kills with one gun and then 20 headshots with another gun. It's like okay, I got the 50 kills with the one gun. Now I'm trying to get the headshots with the other Ooh. gun. And oh god, it's painful. Yeah, it's hard to do because it's not an accurate gun. It doesn't do a whole lot of damage, and you can get outclassed by just about anything with that gun. It's like, <laughs> oh, I'm on 17 out of 20. Well, you're hey, you're almost there. It took me eight hours to get 17 <laughs> shots. Just keep pushing, man. Get the yeah. last three. Well, you know, it, it's fun. It. I think my favorite map is Verdun Heights, where you're, it is an up. Oh, I guess if you play, I can't remember which team, but if you play, you're on a hill. And you, it's pretty much an uphill battle. Oh, okay. And the forest is on fire around you. There's trenches. There's, like, bombed-out tanks everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's, like, shit, this is intense. <laughs> it's, it was real nice. And I've also been playing a lot of um, Ghost Recon. <laughs> oh, Ghost Recon Mindland sleeps a bad taste in my mouth. Oh, really? Mm. I was kind of having um, high hopes for it from... I'm not really. I've never played a lot of the Ghost Recon games, but I did play Ghost Recon Phantoms on the PC, that free to play game. It was a good game. I liked it. 
Yeah, and it, it's done for now, right? Like nobody plays uh, it now. Yeah, not really. No one really. Or they plays shut it. it down or something. I can't remember. It, I think it's still up, but it has doesn't really have a whole lot of population. Um, Wildlands is the okayest game I've ever played. I'm about thirty <laughs> the hours <okayest>. in. <laughs> it's the okayest game. I am about thirty hours in. I have experienced a lot of the story and experienced a lot of the game. It's just. It, it doesn't do much to keep me playing. Right. Does it feel like something you've played in the past or? It feels a lot like Just Cause. Okay. Just serious. <laughs> You're not like putting rockets on cow asses. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, here's another village full of uh, cartel gangsters. Just kill them. <laughs> village Free. Uh, it's just like let's steal their stuff. car. Let's steal one of their cars and run, <laughs> or just disappear into the forest. Um, it it's full of gra- graphical glitches. Like a mission early on in the game was we had to steal this gangster's car just to find out where he is. He kept it in a garage far away from his house, and I flew a helicopter there. And then, right as I was above the garage, game froze. Oh no! Like okay, so I paused it and unpaused it, and the game kicked back to life. What? And I went down. There was no enemies there, and I knew there were enemies there, though. Like there were no enemies, even though they were all over my map. <laughs> they were invisible. Yeah, I went into the garage. Car wasn't there. Oh no! But my character's like, "There's his car. We had to get his car." I'm standing right where it says his car is. There's no car here. <laughs> so I had to shut the game down and go back into it. Do it. Get it to work. This game's so full of graphical glitches and oh my god, it runs like shit. Mm, are you playing on PC? or? Yeah, I'm playing on PC with my 980 Ti, my 8370, 16 gigs of RAM. I mean, it. Like I can get consistently 70, 80 frames, no problem. Mm-hmm. Then it'll dip out of nowhere. It's like, you're like, oh, here's 80 frames a second run down the road. Boom, you went two frames a second. Mm. It's like, Ubisoft, why? <laughs> why are you doing this to me? Yeah. And like I told you when I played the beta, the voice acting shit, mm-hmm. it's, um, there's just not a lot to this game that keeps you coming back. That's unfortunate. I hate when games are like that. You know, it's like they don't, it's like, I've played a lot of games like that in my, right. my time. And it's like you sit there and you, you're excited about something or you're interested enough at least to purchase the game. You buy it and you take it home and then you install it. And you might play it for a few hours. Like, oh, it's okay. And then you might come back to it once or twice. And then you're like, man, what the fuck did I waste my money? Yeah. <laughs> Ghost Recon Wildlands likes to waste your time. Time killer. Because every single time I started it up, it played a cutscene. Like, here, uh, there's Operation Kingslayer. I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> Bye. I want to then, play the game, Dan. Then you've got to click. <laughs> then it shows you the title screen. Press any key. Press a key. Continue campaign. <laughs> Start. Going through a lot of menu process to get to the game. You go through about three or four menus before you can actually get to the game. <laughs> well, Jesus. <laughs> it's like... Mm. Yeah, see, I, oh man, like I don't like. I'm a dad. I have a job. I do this podcast. I don't have time for a game to waste my time. Right? Yeah, we don't want to. 
it sucks when you get into like if you ever buy a terrible game or it's not necessarily terrible to everybody but it is to you it's just like yeah because like I, I might have all of three or four hours between the time that my kid goes to sleep and when I go to sleep mm-hmm. that's when most of my gaming is done so I got this time to do it I was like I've got from about 8.30 till about 12.30 mm-hmm. just the game before I need to go to sleep myself right got it next day and kid school <laughs> yeah because I'd be up at seven o'clock in the morning to get him ready for school. Mm-hmm. Then not including if you got to be at work. Yeah, not, yeah, not including. I got to be at work at nine. You know, sometimes you know, I don't have to be working until like three or four o'clock in the afternoon. That's fine because I'll just sit around and play games all day. Yeah. But vast majority of my gaming is done between when he goes to sleep and when I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And Ghost Recon Wildlands wastes my time. <laughs> it's like, like I could have been playing another game fifteen minutes ago. Like, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't give me any reason. To play it, it's oh, like that sucks, dude. I mean, I can go tear apart this village for the third time this week. <laughs> um, I can go fly this helicopter, but maybe the game will glitch out because <laughs> it only happens in helicopters. I mean, it it is it Ubisoft bullshit as usual. It it wastes your time. Another Ubisoft game. The, the writing is ju- like real juvenile. There, there was one mission where you have to go kill this. I think this. I think I can't remember if you're killing the guy or the girl, but you hear sex noises in a room, and when your <laughs> one your AI squad base is like, I mean, there's nothing stopping me from going through there through that window and joining them, right? Like, <laughs> that's just stupid. Yeah, like these are like highly trained United States special operative. Supposed to be the most professional, the most deadly operatives in the Tom Clancy universe. They talk like a 15-year-old. <laughs> it's like, let's go fuck a coconut and stick it in her butt or something stupid. Yeah, no. Like, I, yeah, I snuck out on a dude, grabbed him. He's like, what's up, fuck nuts? I'm like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like really? <laughs> we're in high school again? <laughs> yeah, it's like, I thought we were stone cold killers. I haven't heard fuck nuts since I was in high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's almost 10 years ago. Yeah, well, you know. But, I mean, fuck nuts still exist, I guess. It, it, it just doesn't respect your time it wastes every ounce of time you have it like you don't feel like you're accomplishing anything when you're playing this game i don't yeah i don't really feel like i'm doing anything it's like okay i'm running two kilometers i'm clearing out this village i'm running five kilometers (laughs) i'm clearing out this village that sucks oh here's a little military base that i can clear out get some guns (laughs) yeah you don't even have all the guns unlocked. You have to go find them on the map. So it's basically, the campaign's pretty doo doo. It's do- it. The story is crap. The voice acting is crap. The so it's, it's not- a it's a good looking game. Now, have is there an online? Is there multiplayer in this game? Yeah, it's basically you can play the campaign by yourself or with your friends. That's it. There's no like death matches no. or team matches. You play you play a campaign by yourself or with your friends. That's it. That's it. Wow. So there's no there's no announced multiplayer for this game ever. Not that I know of. You'd think so in this type of game, but I mean I mean if if I were to give Ghost Recon Wildlands a score right now, it'd be like a five out of ten. Ooh, that's bad. That's something you It's not necessarily a bad score, but it's not a glowing recommendation either. Like it's something personally, if you're gonna tell somebody to pick this game up, you're gonna be like Wait till it goes on sale, or yeah. wait. I would till it gets 
The five dollar band. Yeah, wait until it goes down to like <laughs> twenty bucks on the Steam Summer Sale. Right there, you go. It's something not to pick up right away. Yeah, because I mean, I've played some five out of ten games that are really good. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some games that have gotten shitty scores over the years. Like a shitty a shitty score does not love a bad it. game make. It just I mean, it really depends on you. But you know, like it, it's our opinions. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean. Like Joe Schmo from IGN gave this game an eight. Like, okay, that's cool. No, Tony Baloney over here at Eurogamer gave it whatever. Yeah, but I, you know, I I give this game like a solid five out of ten. As it is right now, it is buggy. Story sucks. It wastes your time. Yeah, it sucks. I hate that. The voice acting's bad. The music is just it's music. Yeah, <laughs> there was a game like that that got like shit scores and stuff before. Uh, years ago, you ever heard of the game called Dark Sector? Yeah, people love that game. I love that game. To me, it was like the next successor to Resident Evil Four, like over the shoulder gameplay. Like it's what it felt like, but you're it's a totally different. Yeah, world. I mean, it got bad reviews, but people love that game. I, I mean, I, I liked that game. Well, that's cool. I didn't know you played it, but that's awesome. Very briefly, but I liked what I played of it. Yeah, like I beat it. I mean, from start even, like, to finish. Even like an, another example is like the new Syndicate game that came out uh, three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. People hated that game. I enjoyed it. You know, I mean, it wasn't the shining example of a good game, but it was good. I liked it. You know, um, it's really down to personal preference. I know people who really like this game. I know people who really hate this game. You know. You know, this is. You know what's very exciting though. What I know it's off topic, but this is the fuck it show. We're doing whatever. <laughs> but uh, what is really exciting is that they, I guess, a few days ago, announced beta signups for Quake Champions. That actually has me excited. I am very. I signed up with two email accounts. Hopefully, I'll get one whenever the beta yeah. starts. But. Yeah, because I was a big fan of Unreal Tournament back in the day. I mean, it's like, it's a different game, right? But it's that same kind of. Same kind of time period where everything's like you had to be fast, you had to think on your feet to it's actually want to fight. Fast paced games, yeah. Um, and Quake, you know, I I have very limited, um, very limited experience with Quake. I played Quake Two a little bit. Played Quake Three Arena on Dreamcast a lot, but like, I mean, of course, the controls are not amazing on no, the console. I mean, but are, it's like. It was still fun. They're like 20-year-old games. but it, I'm st- And they're very... Still. Quake is like insanely fast. So if you're new to this series, I don't think the last Quake came out and shit. It was on the 360, but I don't think it was very good. Because I never heard anybody talk about it. No. But maybe it was. Let's see. Let's see what year that came out. Yeah. I, yeah while you look that up, I mean, Quake Champions, it looks like it it's going to be... Four. <laughs> oh, excuse me, Quake 4. Uh, Quake Champions... It looks like it's going to be good. I'm also looking forward to Lawbreakers um, from Boss Key Studios run by wow. Cliff Blitzinski. Wow. What? That's a long time ago. When did it come out? 2005. Mm. October 18th, 2005 was Quake 4. So I guess there hasn't been a game released or a new Quake game hasn't been released yeah. since 2005. Yeah. Uh, That's 12 I'm years enjo- ago. I'm enjoying this, <laughs> this resurgence of um, fast-paced games because, like I said, just said, uh, Lawbreakers from Boss Key is coming out. Mm-hmm. That looks really good. Quake Champions is coming out from Bethesda. That looks really good. It looks really good, I and mean, it looks like they're taking a take 
or spin on like other people's ideas like Overwatch and stuff like that, the success of those games. Because mm. they did announce a specific character or I guess their champion. I think it was like NYX or N- I don't know if you call it Nyx or whatever. Yeah, her probably name Nyx. Is. But she has a ghost ability and like is, in a- is able to go invisible. Right. And I think she can wall run and stuff like that. But um, she definitely looks <laughs> really good. But I'm sure the other characters in that game are have crazy abilities as well. Yeah, I, I kind of like. I've heard a lot of people complain about the whole oh, it's, 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 uh, oh, oh, heroes. Like they have different abilities. <laughs> Each one plays differently <laughs> to, to their game. And Overwatch did it. Paladins did it. Um, games like Paragon did it, but like, Paragon's more MOBA than anything. Yeah, it's more um, than, like. You know, Quake's doing Sweet. it. There's, you know, Lawbreakers is doing it. It's, it's it makes the game have more depth to it when you have different classes. Yeah, and it's different like types of player characters in the game. Like, okay, well, I'm, you know, I'm playing Tracer. She's very good at taking out Roadhogs. Yeah, or like squishy healers and yeah. things like that. It's nice to have that sort of counterbalance. Like you have one character that's really good at taking out this character, but this character is also very good against this character. Yeah. So, but then at the same time, it's still going to be quick. You know, it's going to be the arena style type shooter. Very fast paced, crazy. I mean, I like like it to have that nice floaty kind of feeling to it. I guess the best idea to give anyone is to play Doom multiplayer. Mm. And it's going to be that fast. That's how fast Quake is going to be. Like, you're not going to be just trotting along like you're doing Overwatch or anything. I like Doom's multiplayer. But you're going to be hauling ass. Shit, it's going to kill you. We're not even going to know it's going to kill you sometimes. It's just going to be one of those shooters that's super fucking fun, but it's like you don't have to take it serious. It's not going to waste your time like Ghost Recon. <laughs> it's like you're going to be busy. But, yeah, that looks cool. So I forgot they announced that this week. Um, uh, so, yeah, you can sign up for the betas. It's free. You know, well, obviously, it's a beta. I'm right. guessing it's PC. I'm not sure if it's going to be console-based beta. Either, I don't know. But I'm thinking it's PC. So if you have a PC and you're a PC player and you like Quake, go sign up because you should give it a shot. You have nothing to lose. Yeah. I mean, I mean, other than Ghost Recon, talking about you know, stuff like that, I've been playing. I played a little bit of... Um, I can't remember. <laughs> oh, I played some Rust. It's okay. Um, played Rust? I played Rust. Like you the- know, I, I actually love Rust as a game. I've been tempted so many times to pick that game up, but I'd never do it. It's it's a fun game, but I played on one server where the server's admins rated rated us. They like the compound me and my friends made. They rated you? The server's admins Oh rated, did, like they came and fucked your shit up, took the Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the server's admins rated our ser- rated our house. I was like, okay, well I'm not playing on the server anymore. <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna just gonna sit this off to the side. <laughs> he said Eh, I'm going to jump to something else. Yeah, there's not, there's really not a whole lot going on in the game industry. Uh, I'm looking forward to Mass Effect, of course. Um, a lot of, I've heard a lot of middling reviews on it. Rock Paper Shotgun said the first few hours are not good. Uh, Kotaku said the first few hours are good. I've seen some Twitch streamers say that it's good. I've seen some Twitch streamers say it's bad. Same with YouTube, we've all seen good and bad. This game's gonna get a lot of mixed reviews by the looks of it. Because <laughs> I mean, it's a Mass Effect game. You don't, you haven't played Mass Effect. No, you don't really have much to say on the series. I don't series. know anything about it. <laughs> other you know than, 
seeing the main character on the cover. That's yeah. about all I know. And Mass Effect, it's a it's a nice game series that really hits on that sci-fi lever in me because it's equal parts Star Wars and Star like it's equal parts Star Wars and Star Trek. Okay, because there's like there's all these alien races, but there's also all these like ancient weapons and old problems you got to worry about, and it's very much Star Wars and Star Trek and its own thing. Right, and when does this game come out? Mm, I think a week or two from now. Okay, yeah, I know it's this month. Um, yeah, I mean, I've heard people, a lot of people are excited about it. and I'm definitely going to play it. There's a lot of Andro- you know, uh, Andromeda fans, because the game's not out, but Mass Effect fans in general. Like, does this Mass Effect game have anything to do with the previous ones? No, it takes place like 600 years in the future. So you essentially can play this game and not play the first three. Yeah, you can, you can play... Um, Andromeda having never played 1, 2, and 3. Okay, well that's cool. Because it takes place 600 years after the ending of 3. Because it's like, I've always, I've played the first Assassin's Creed way back in the day. Yeah. But there's been like 50 other thousand versions yeah, of this game. 1, 2, Brotherhood, Revelations, 3. There's a bunch. 4. <laughs> um, Rogue, Unity, Syndicate. That's 10. Not including... And these DLCs and yeah, this mobile is, games. And a lot of that shit's all tied into to the main story, mostly. Like for the most part. So like, you couldn't play Assassin's Creed One and go Assassin's Creed Four. You just couldn't do that because you, you kind of can. You I mean, you can, but then you might not understand something there, going on. There's a wider story going on with all of them because the the main story arc of Assassin's Creed kind of ended with three. Oh, so three. Like, well, that's like the Indian like. Like when you're like an Indian the, or something? No. American Indian? Yeah, it's the one where you're like... He's like a Tomahawk? Yeah, right? dude with a Tomahawk. Connor. Is it based uh, in the Civil War? Or what? I can't remember. What not, it was. No, not the Civil War. The Revolutionary Revol- War. I see. I have no idea. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> when it came to um, It's, you know, the main story arc of Assassin's Creed ended at three. Okay. But it's still kind of... There's like smaller arcs that continue after three. Right. Using... The genetic data you get from Desmond and from three and blah 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 blah, but um with Mass Effect it basically like the Andromeda Initiative was basically this thing in the Mass Effect universe. We're like, okay, in the case that Earth is kind of proper fucked, we need to find a new homeworld mm. that's not in the Milky Way. Wow, <laughs> not in the Mil- oh, not in our solar system. So this is what Andromeda, right? Yeah, Andromeda. Well, I guess it's outside of the Milky Way. So you go to the Andromeda Galaxy, which is the closest, and you know, in scientific terms, it is the closest galaxy to the Milky Way. Okay. So they put all these people in cryostasis, like humans, Quarians, Krogans, like all these alien races the that you're familiar. Races, yeah. yeah, you're familiar with from the first three games, and sends them off to Andromeda, and they wake up. They wake up like, so they got to find a new place for all these races settle down there are problems that crop up from that and you gotta meet all these new races you don't i don't know i don't know what the main villain of the game is i don't think it's the reapers this time but you know it's a nice it's a nice change of pace because the first three games don't really matter except for the point of starting the andromeda initiative and sending these people off okay so you've been drifting in space for like 600 years blah 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 blah. game starts (laughs) Well, damn, that sounds insane. Yeah. 
a lot of games are doing like these nice near future or a lot of, a lot of time traveling sort of things because Horizon's got that whole we're in the far future thing going on. Right, yeah. Zelda, you've been asleep for 100 years. Andromeda, you've been asleep for 600 years. <laughs> and cryostasis. Yeah. I mean, you're kind of in cryostasis in Zelda as well. Hmm. I thought I wouldn't say cryostasis, but you're kind of like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but I spoil it for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But... Yeah, well, that's cool. Like I said, I mean, at least that this game you can pick up and you can play it without having to play the first. Three. Yeah, because the combat system's different. Like the dialogue system's kind of the same, but it's kind of different. Skill trees, RPG yeah. style. Game. It's your standard Bioware RPG. Okay, what other games do they make? Bioware they made Natural Republic one. And they made Natural Republic one. Okay. Uh, Obsidian made Natural Republic two. Uh, they made Jade Empire. Oh, word. Yeah, um, Dragon Age 1, 2, and Inquisition. Okay. So, yeah, that's okay, kind of what they're known for. That's what they're, yeah. That's their style of game. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't really, like I said, I don't know much about Mass Effect. I know a lot of people who are into it, but I just, that was just one of those games that never appealed to me as, you know, an individual. I just, you, you, you're more of a sci-fi guy. Not a sci-fi guy. You're more of a fantasy guy. Yeah, I like fantasy stuff better. So while people were playing Mass Effect, I'm playing Skyrim. Or... You, you, should probably, you should probably check out Dragon Age Inquisition. You may like it. You may not. It really, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I've looked into it. It's definitely going on sale very cheap sometimes. So maybe if there's a sale, I'll pick it up. I might pick it up on PC because it's stupid cheap. Like, games on PC are so stupid cheap. It's like, it's not even... It doesn't even feel hurt my feeling because I buy a game on PC. Because like five dollars is like whatever. It's like, like oh, this this is a brand new game like two years ago, and I'm buying it for ten bucks. I can do that. Hell, you can get some of the newer games like Resident Evil Seven on PC right now. If you go to some of these sell sites like Green Man Gaming or uh, any of these other websites, you can get discounted prices for codes. Mm. I mean, like thirty six dollars. That's half. That's over half. Yeah, I half bought. Off. I bought Ghost Recon from Green Man Gaming for forty seven dollars. Did you buy any of those loot boxes? Did I ask you that? Yeah, you asked me last week. Um, I didn't buy any. <laughs> I bought some. <laughs> bought a few. I, I own so many games on PC. Like I own like two hundred some odd games on Steam. I own like twenty games on Origin. I got like four or five games on UPlay. There, I've are, got also GOG Galaxy. A bunch of games on there. Right. Like, see, and I, I got all the Blizzard games. <laughs> I didn't install every. Uh, code that I got in those loot boxes. I only installed mm-hmm. the ones I gave a shit about because I didn't right. want my library congested of shit that I didn't give a fuck about. You right. know, I did pay for it. But other than that, you know, um, you can find great deals on PC, man. It's ridiculous. And that that's the, that's one of the biggest pluses. Even after you spend some money on a PC and build one, mm-hmm. the games are so much cheaper. Yeah. I'm like blown away how cheap they are. Like, I've been wanting to get super hot lately. Super Hot. That game super looks so fun. Hot. Super hot. Is that the, the theme song to it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> whenever you complete a level, the dude just goes, super hot, super hot, <laughs> I wanna, super hot. I want to play it so bad. I, it it looks, looks fun. It looks really fun. I want to pick it up, but you know. I think you can get it pretty cheap, like 10 bucks on like the sites and stuff, but I don't know. You probably could. I mean. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to Mass Effect. Um there's not really a, much anything else important coming out this month. 
Let's see. Well, Recon came out. Or Ghost Recon yeah. came out this month. Yeah. Got Andromeda. Um, uh, Zelda. Zelda came out at the very beginning. So that's kind of like the big titles. Three big releases. Month, this month. Or Ghost Recon's probably going to be the weakest out of all three of them. Yeah, I would say if you're going to pick a game, it'd be Andromeda or probably Zelda. I would I would play Zelda before I played either one of them. But then again, I haven't played Andromeda, so I can't can't, can't really that. vouch for that. Yeah, I can't so. vouch for Andromeda yet because I don't have it. Right. So, well, I mean, oh, well. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know much about that game. I mean, it's Mass Effect's good series. I would definitely recommend picking it up at some point because they do like they do sales on it pretty regularly. Um, Mass Effect Two is the best one of the series. Like I, I've told you a million times. Yeah, <laughs> um, Mass Effect Two is the best of the series, um, gameplay wise. Um, Mass Effect One's got the best story. Mass Effect Three just kind of has the best of both of them. Yeah. Except for the end of shit. Yeah, I heard the ends got like, like two different endings or something to it. You get like three different endings. Oh, three different endings. And then they put out a DLC that gives you like an additional three or four endings. Wow. So it just that are kind of all still the same. <laughs> it's like we give you, we want it to end this way. We have basically, yeah. We, the endings basically boil down to everyone lives, everyone dies, everyone lives, but there's no technology. Everyone dies, but there's no technology. Oh, uh, so I guess you just pick what you like. <laughs> it's really just picking between red, green, and blue. Oh well, because red's bad, blue's good, green's kind of in the middle. Okay, so you kind of get fifty-fifty there. Yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I I recommend picking it up. It's because it's they're they're good games. Mass Effect Three is probably my favorite one out of the three of them, and that's kind of blasphemous to say. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a lot of people who don't like that game. Yeah, I mean, I I really liked it. It out of out of the series, I'll yeah. Say the, the whole I'm not saying they said that everything about Mass Effect Three was good up until a certain point, and once you get to that point, it's just like it falls off. Yeah, up until that point, it's like okay, um, here's Jesus Child who is delivering us from death. <laughs> Shepherd kind of dies no matter what, so. So he's gonna die. <laughs> Spoiler alert for a, an old game. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they've had plenty of time to play it. Fuck you. <laughs> you. You have had plenty of time to play that game. Sorry. I mean, I mean, spoilers alert for new games. That's one thing, but old games that old. There'll be at least a few years. Yeah. And unless unless you're here in the studio and you're like, don't tell me, I'm about to play it now. Yeah, because Mass Effect Three, according to Google, came out in 2012. So if you it's been five years. Yeah, so fuck your opinions. <laughs> it has been five yeah, it's been five years as of nine days ago. So you've had five years to play Mass Effect three. Yeah. Uh, the entire series. If you haven't beat it by then, that's on yeah. you. Yeah. So Yeah, it is what it is. But anyways, this show is kind of uh It's it's probably not going to be one of our best episodes. No, the steam is running out because, like I said, we're just kind of fucking off here talking about things that are coming to mind. And... Um, yeah, so was, as we said right at the beginning, it's our fucking episode. Yeah, and it's not like it's not perfect, but we still want to have something for you guys to listen to. And you know, some of the tidbits of this show were actually good. Yeah, things yeah. we covered yeah. were important as always. Um, we can have a little bit longer outro this time, I guess. So, throw on the music. <laughs> throw on the music. Yeah. So, but you know, what do you beans? Yeah, we had some mo's today. 
That Moses fighting me. Yeah. Chris, that Moses, that Moses fighting me. <laughs> Had a big ass burrito. Mm-hmm. If you can stomach one of those, you're a champion. The home wrecker. <laughs> My fucking stomach's wrecked right now. <laughs> Mine is too. But um, other than that, uh, I'm Kim Punch Twelve on Twitter, on Facebook, on Twitch, on YouTube. Yeah, I mostly pop up videos every once in a while. My creative sources are usually from the gut. So whenever the time comes and I think of something good and it's brewed for a while, I make a video. Right. I'm not like I don't get paid to do this, so I do it when I find something good to talk about. You get paid in good vibes. And see, my thing with this, the whole YouTube thing is, I know some people out there, no offense to any of these polite people, their head's in the right spot, but at the same time, personally, from my own views, it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, they, are, they are strictly trying to do it for the money, right? and they're not doing it for the pure enjoyment. And to me, it's like they're cr- trying to create a job for themselves of something they do enjoy talking about, but they're making it into something. They- I, I've heard a lot of YouTube um, let's players and reviewers and Twitch streamers say like, they don't really enjoy playing games anymore because it's work for them now. Right. And see, that's why I, they'll, they'll be sitting there like playing a game off stream or not recording. Like I could be making money off this game right now. Right. And like that, my whole thing about it is, is like, I do it because it's something I enjoy. Yeah. And I'm not trying to turn something I enjoy into a job. Right. Um, I mean, granted, if I can make money off of something I enjoy, then I'm I'm living the dream. But at the same time, I'm not counting on it. Right. So if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But I'm not, like I said, I make content for people to enjoy. And that's it. Like, I don't right. make content to make money off this. I don't make, I don't ever monetize any of my videos. I have no intention to. I mean, if my channel took off and I had like 100,000 subscribers all of a sudden, yeah, someone will start monetizing my videos because I'm getting a fuck ton of views. So then I will make money off of it. Right. But until then, I'm just trying to build an audience to have something I can enjoy with the people who give a shit about what I give a shit about. Right. And I, I just don't have the time to do this. No, YouTube is very time consuming. This podcast right here is the thing I have the most free time for. And I actually enjoy doing this more than I have yeah. doing YouTube. But I do enjoy making videos. It's just like you have to come up with an idea to talk about. And after you talk about an idea, you have to film it. And then you have to film it so many times for your fuck-ups. And then, <laughs> then you're like, okay, I I said this one sentence wrong four times. Let's see how many more times I can say it wrong before, I, <laughs> before I'm satisfied. Yeah, you, so you get it perfect or what you like it. Then you got to take it and then you have to edit the video. Yeah, because I, like, I was watching something on YouTube the other day. Uh, I'm a big fan of... Frankie on PC and 1080p, I guess is the channel's name. Okay. He has this Daisy series. That's like, it's really awesome to watch. And it keeps me entertained when he puts out an episode like once every 3,000 years. <laughs> yeah. But he put it out a behind the scenes video, like how he actually does all this stuff. I'm like, okay, wow. He puts a whole lot of work into like a 30 minute video. Yeah. I mean, if you want to make something good quality and actually make it enjoyable, yeah. even though it might be 10 minutes long. Or thirty minutes long. You know, some people who give a shit about what they're doing actually take their time on their videos to make it something good. Granted, versus like only unless you're a full time YouTuber or, or streamer, you know, then those people actually that's all they do. They get paid to do what they're doing. Right. So they have the time to put into that. That's stuff. why I've seen a lot of Twitch streamers um go into other avenues because it me JP on Twitch does role play. He does like he live streams Dungeons and Dragons sessions or like pen and paper RPG sessions and 
I mean, it would be badass. He's made a killing off of that. Yes, if you do something different. A lot of people are just copy and paste type streamers or YouTubers. They're not trying Mm -hmm. to be unique or stand out. They just try to copy what someone else is doing. And I'm not trying to do that. I mean, no. my some of my stuff might be similar to that, but I'm, whatever I'm doing videos on or whatever I'm streaming is something that I want to do. Right. I'm not trying. I could be going back and playing some old game and streaming it, or, or I could go back and play something new. It's just whatever I'm wanting to do. Right. And a lot of people out there, especially the big timers, are streaming the newest shit because that's what's going to get them views because people give a shit about the new shit, especially with a, a big time streamer. It's easy for right. them. See, it's like if you have like Lyric streaming Zelda of the Wild versus me, who's gonna wa- who are you gonna watch? You're gonna watch Lyric because that motherfucker has bajillions I'll wa- I'll of watch viewers. Buddy. So you, you would, yeah, but because <laughs> I just don't. I mean, I don't enjoy Lyric. I don't either. But like he, I mean, he is probably the most basic of the basic streamers out there. I and mean, he's the most popular YouTube streamer right now. Oh yeah, Not YouTube, but Twitch streamer. He's the most popular, but all he is, all he shows is gameplay. He doesn't have a webcam of himself. He doesn't, you know, what I'm saying he's just playing the game. That's it. But I guess he says some, funny some shit. People, some people like that because there, you know, there's Moon Moon who streams a lot of Overwatch. He doesn't have a um, webcam of himself because he's he came out and said like, you know, I hold that I don't have a webcam like showing my face all the time. It's like. Because I want people to see the game. Because if I'm playing a game, I want people to see the game. I don't want people that, to. Yeah, that's. I don't want people to be distracted by my face the entire time. Right. There's some people who have like overlays and shit like that, and it's like, oh, here's the cutout of the game, and here's the cutout of this, and here's all my shit that I want to advertise. Yeah. To me, it's just like I don't. I'm not. I don't want to do that. I want it's, them to see the game it, more it's, than. It's very nice when someone can like m- kind of mesh that overlay into the feel of the game. Like my favorite, I think, was when Co Carnage did his Fallout playthrough. Mm-hmm. Like he did. He played through all the Fallout games except for Tactics. Okay. And he made his overlay look like it belonged in the Fallout universe. That's cool. I was like, that's really cool. And when he did, he was doing his Horizon Zero Dawn. He made that fit. Like every game he's played, he makes his overlay fit into like the universe of that game. That's cool. Like, <laughs> well, when I played a Horizon Zero Dawn on stream, I actually put a bottle of Dawn dish detergent and you know it's got the little ducky on there I put a face of fucking Alloy's face (laughs) you put Alloy's face on the duck (laughs) yeah (laughs) I was like Horizon Zero Dawn saving one room (laughs) so yeah that was my whole thing but um, yeah so hopefully the whole YouTube thing is a lot of work but I am enjoying I do enjoy it something I do Um, but I am planning on putting a new video out soon I might start recording stuff soon I mean you can do gameplay at least because I, ha- I always had this concept for something called Cluster's Corner, mm-hmm. where I just talk about bullshit while playing games. So it's like you could literally just record up to a certain I mean, quality. I mean, 720p is good. Usually that's what, I mean, hell, that's what Maximilian is doing now on his gameplays. 720p, 60. Oh, because most of that's coming from Twitch. Yeah. So like even when he does recording sometimes, he wants 60 frames per second, but upload speed's good and stuff, so he uses 720. And that's what he's been doing lately. But other than that, uh, yeah, you could do that on the side. It probably won't put a strain on your computer at all while you're playing games. No, just okay. record it, minimize it, and just play. Just do your thing. Bye bye. And then you see something cool and you go back, oh shit, and clip it out and put it on YouTube. Yeah, that's true. You don't have to do nothing special. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because YouTube's its own game. 
but I believe that'll be us done for the week. I have to go pick my child up from school now. Yeah. Well, I think we finally filled the, the, the space of air. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, I think we had a whole lot more going on in the outro than during the rest of the show. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's fucking week. So. It's fucking week. But yeah, like I said, I'm Kimbo12. I'm on all those fucking links. Just YouTube.com, Twitter.com, Facebook.com. All those shits. Just put that slash can punch twelve and you'll find me. <laughs> but dot stuff slash can punch twelve. There you go. Just Google me, my face will pop up probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um I am and Nick. You can find me at clusterneck on Twitter. There you go. That's Boom. it for me. But that's it this week, guys. We hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, sorry, sorry for all the hot air, but we'll uh, we'll see you guys next week and uh we'll have a good one.